What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. We've got a great many things to talk about. We want to talk today specifically uh, about two movies we saw that were right in our geek wheelhouse recently, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Right. And, and we then also just today... Just fresh. Saw Bumblebee. And we're going to talk about that. Also, we figured it's the end of the year. It's about to turn over to 2019. So we're going to do our, our year in review yeah. for 2018, our YIR. Okay. And why... Because I got us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, a lot to get into. Let's not waste any time. But, real quick, just want to let you know you can always reach out to us on Twitter. We're at randomfandomwbb and we're emailing at uh, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Cool. So, please make sure to reach out to us if you like any or all of what you're about to hear. But first, we want to let you know who's making this episode possible. Today's episode is brought to you in no particular order by. The first of our two fake sponsors we have today is a show called Parallel Parking. Hmm. I, th- I think I've heard of this one. Have Tell you, me more. It's a show about a man that parallel parks only to find he parked in a parallel universe and is now in peril. Find out what happens. Uh, what network is this on? I I don't I fucking... Just n- say sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Is it going to be canceled? It's on sci-fi. <laughs> Also making today's episode possible, I want to tell you about a new app that is really going to make life easier. Brandon, mm-hmm. we've all been racist before, whether intentionally or unintentionally, right? <laughs> all the and time. And have you ever put the racism to words and wish you could take it back? Yeah, Good news for you. Good news for all the people this applies to. There's a new app called Erasis. And mm-hmm. what it does is allow you to erase the racist words you've written, uh, whether it's on your phone, computer, or tablet, all with the free app Erasis. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I saw this fake sponsor before we started, and I downloaded the app, and I thought, I don't, I don't know if this is going to really work. And so I just figured, I'm just going to try it right now. You want to give it a test run right now? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say something, and uh, make and, sure it's from your heart. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Here it goes. Hey. Wonderful African American pal. Okay, I I guess that worked, but I don't know. I, do you mind if I try? Yeah, please do. And. It's okay to be racist, right? That's the point. All right, let's check this out. You know what? I'm tired of can't drive for Nice person from China that drives very safely. Okay, yeah, that seemed to work pretty well. This is Let me, actually yeah, working. Yeah, it's, it's actually working. I'm going to try to trick this software here. Okay? How so? Because I'm going to say something that might not seem racist Oh, on like the first. surface. Yeah, right. but it's like subtle. Yeah. Okay. So, let's see uh, if it detects... Uh, okay. So, I don't believe, because of my religious views, that should get married. My homosexual friends that have rights just like me. Wow. Wait. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> angry at you. It wants you to know that you're twice wrong. <laughs> it was, okay, it was so pretty bad. About this racist thing, it seems to be working. We recommend you guys go download off of iOS and Android. Try it could, for yourself. It could save you it in a should, job interview. Or on Twitter. Or on a marriage proposal. Yeah. You never know when <laughs> your racist urges might pop up. But is not wanting homosexuals to be married, is that racism or is that homophobia? I guess it's it covers that's it all. The, I think it's or just, maybe that's an extension of the app. I think it's just any hateful speech. You guys, make your lives better. Go download the Erasis app right now. Alrighty. And then download the Random Fandom Cast right I now. I think they have because, because that's why they're listening. That's why you're here. Thank you so much. We're about to get into it. We're kicking off with our year in review. Okay, Brandon. 
2018. Yeah. Pretty awesome year. This is the third year. I mean, we've been geeks for a long time, but the third year we've been geeks on on tape, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Could be my favorite year yet as far as just consumption. It has been a good year, especially and for video games. Especially for video games, yep. no doubt. We got two really awesome, not just great this year, but great all-time video games. Uh, a lot of great uh, video games More underneath that. Great movies. Mm-hmm. So much good stuff. We I had a couple of lame movies and video oh, games completely. as well. I mean, you're just bound to in a year. So let's go. What are we going to do? We're going to go over Let's just mention our top of all of them. We got some tops, some we got some mentions. bottoms, and some in-betweens. <clears throat> yeah. Is that fair good. to say? So I'll, I'll kind of guide us if you don't mind. Yes. Give me your best movie. And I preface that by saying, if we're both thinking Avengers Infinity War, then we have to say something else. So give okay. me a few, but guide me to the golden the golden one. There are a few movies that I enjoyed watching. I enjoyed watching Black Panther. I enjoyed watching Ready Player One. But really, the two that stand out in my mind as the two greatest movies this year is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Which, which we're going to talk I, about I know, we're going to talk about it later. Sort of a spoiler. And Avengers Infinity War. So we're both just going to say Infinity War is probably top-notch. So if that's the case, that, that cancels each other out. I see why you made Into the Spider-Verse your choice. Yes. It was rad, and for reasons we'll get into a little later, which I'm excited to talk mm-hmm. about, because we didn't really get to break it down, because we just kind of parted after that. And Well, yeah. we purposely don't sometimes. Yeah, we do like to save it. We want these to be the freshest, most authentic takes we can uh, give each other and our listeners, so mm-hmm. there you have it. I see all those points, and I agree with you on both of them. I really did like Ready Player One. It kind of surprised me how much I ended up liking it. Yeah, I, it was just such a... A geek heaven, you know, like really was all of the cameos that you see. That alone made that movie a lot of fun, so fun to watch. Even if the story wasn't great, um, even if the action wasn't great, it would still be fun to watch. But when you have a pretty good story and great action on top of it, it makes it one of the top movies of the year. Of course, and if you want to know more about that particular episode or that particular movie, go check out our past episodes in our archive. It's there. Yeah, it's juicy. I will say that one movie really snuck up on me, and I think, of course, aside from Infinity War, because that's just kind of the obvious answer for geeks, you know? Sure. It was a good movie, though. It was so good. And now it's on Netflix. It just popped up on Netflix uh, the other day, so we can watch it again and again. I'm going to say A Quiet Place. I was genuinely surprised how much I liked that movie. Uh, That was was my favorite movie of the year. It could have been really bad. It should have. We didn't been know what it was going to look like, and it kicked ass. It did. Yeah. It was a good movie, and I had so little to say negative about it. That I think, uh, yeah, well done. Yeah, cool. Let's go to the other side. Worst, worst movie. It there's a few to choose from. Now I preface worst by saying because also I have a category I want us to get into a little bit after this saying disappointment, meaning a movie you thought wasn't good, wasn't bad per se, but it just wasn't what you think. Mm. This one is just. A movie you did not enjoy. There was nothing redemptive about it. You want to almost walk out. Uh-huh. Do you mind if I take lead on this one? Yeah, please. I think we might have the same answer. Hereditary the movie was bullshit. Oh no, gosh! I and almost, I love horror I movies. I forgot about that. And I can admit it was well done. It was like a well done movie. It was just so dumb. And if again, all these things. If you want to know more, go check out our archives because everything we're mentioning, we've probably done parts or full episodes mm-hmm. on. But Hereditary just it was did not really, work for me. And really I was just bad. so frustrated with it. And I just felt like saying, like, give me my money back. You know, well, I would never so ask for my money back. The weird thing but... about that movie is there's a handful of people that will defend that movie to the death. We know some of them. For some reason, they really enjoy that movie. I could not stand watching that I couldn't that get movie. into it. It was so bad, in my opinion. Yeah. But here's the other one. Mine is Wrinkle in Time. 
That was... I purposely stayed away from that. That I knew, was so bad. I knew that was going to be a consensus It bad looked movie. like it had promise. It had some big names behind it. Um, you would mention that you wanted a separate category for movie disappointment. Right. Movie that was just disappointing. Like you wanted more from, you had hoped mm-hmm. for more, whatever mm-hmm. sounds right. And it's not a bad movie. You don't want to get it wrong. It wasn't a bad movie. Like for me, some things that come to mind... Black Panther was kind of disappointing. I remember just feeling like it could yeah. have been more, it should have been more. It wasn't bad by any means, and I was disappointed with some of the directions they took in the movie, like killing both the villains, who both had redemption, and I want to see more of on screen, yep. uh, Claw and Killmonger, although I don't want to get full on into it, but just little things like that. And I, thought, I did think that the fighting scenes could have been better, so much better and more... Yeah. Um, uh, acrobatic. Yes. Because, I mean, the Black Panther is so acrobatic in his fighting style. And most of the fighting was when he took an herb to get rid of his abilities. Yeah, take and the so Panther. And it's, so it's kind of just a one-on-one brute fight by that point, which it, it didn't bug me, but I just wish there was more of the other one. And I wanted more time of, as, of him as yeah. the Panther itself. It was more like T'Challa first, Black Panther second. Yeah. And I get it. They're synonymous, but I was just wanting more. And after such a huge impact he made in Civil War, it just felt a little unfitting. You wanted more of the Civil War Black Panther. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. The story was awesome. The acting was great. Wakanda was amazing. Still something just felt like it left more to be desired. That's not my biggest one, though. See, for me, I, I... I was also disappointed in some aspects, but I think overall it was one of, still one of the best movies of the year. Sure. Uh, another one that was disappointing, I won't dance around it too much, I'll get to my point, but Deadpool 2, eh, mm. just suffered from sequelitis to me. Sure. A little lazy. Um, but I th- say the biggest disappointment is between two, and I'm going to just lean a little more for one. Um, I am tempted to say Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. But I thought it was actually more bad than it was disappointing because I didn't really expect much. But the worst, not worst, the most disappointing movie for me this year was Solo. Hmm. At first, I hated it and I was hot about it and I would, I said it was bad. I had some time to more think more time to think about it. I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. It just was just disappointing. I couldn't think of a better word. That's my embodiment. That's okay, that's actually a really good way, point. So my. My disappointment was Hereditary. When you mentioned Hereditary, I was like, yeah, that's right. That was, not only was it a really shitty movie, just straight up, but it got a lot of hype as being a good, scary Mm, movie. That's the problem, yeah. And so to me, that kind of takes the cake for disappointing. But you are right. Solo, it's really disappointing when you take into consideration the greater Star Wars universe and all of the other movies. And when you do that, you go, this doesn't live up to what a solo movie in the Star Wars universe should be. Yeah, it was so rushed. I, I get that. I, I, that's quite disappointing to me as well. Yeah, I, I'll, I totally I'll never you. have the desire to see it again. Even Rogue One, which I wasn't crazy about at its inception, I went back and watched, and I was like, there's things I like about this. I just, yeah, it wasn't bad, but I just never want to really watch it again. Okay, so A Wrinkle of Time and Hereditary, worst movies, Into the Spider-Verse, Quiet Place, best movies, of course, with the caveat that Infinity War was... You know, the overarching mm-hmm. overlord. Uh, let me ask you then, what's been the best game? I agree with the Game Awards saying that God of War is the best game of the year. Yeah. And that's with Spider-Man and Red Dead 2 like being 
amazing games like some of the best games i've ever played in my life sure and i was able to play three of the best games i've ever played in my life in the same year. in one calendar year that's pretty and that rad. is really cool yeah what a what a cool claim for 2018 yeah for me it is red dead 2 uh, i'm not saying god of war wasn't game of the year i didn't get to play it i will eventually but i just i'm not we should preface this preface happens at the beginning but midway preface at midfist that we're not going to nominate or say anything that we didn't interact with, you know, because that's cheap to me. It was sure, just like, oh, I read this is everyone likes it, so therefore it's the best. I, there's, I don't I, do there's that. There's plenty of worse movies that are like, like Gaudy, the John, oh, Travolta, the John Travolta movie. Or what about like a, Slender Man or something like that? I don't know, it's like, like a zero that. or 2% or something like yeah. that. Like nobody likes yeah, it. Yeah, this is just based off I'm our sure own that's a worse money movie. spent, basically. Yes. Um, for me, going back to the best game of the year. It's got to be Red Dead 2. Not only is this game of the year for me, it could be like an all-time game for me. I'm having so much fun with this game, and I'm not yet done, but it doesn't matter. My choice is made. I only bought two games this year, actually. I I mean, I bought some like used games, but here in this calendar year, off-the-shelf, brand-new games, yeah. I only bought two. Far Cry 5, which was still really great. It was. Um, and Red Dead 2. I'm enjoying Red Dead 2 more than original Red Dead. It feels so much oh, more. Oh, me too. But it makes me want to go back. Oh, certainly. And, play the and see the parallels and the characters. Well, I want to play the story in 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 the linear fashion, in which it's the story actually takes place. So we're doing right. a prequel now, and then I want to play what is technically the sequel from a decade ago. The the characters in both games are really strong. Incredible. I feel like uh, probably Kratos and Atreus are stronger uh, one two punch as far as just attachment but i think as a cast red dead 2 has such an amazing cast from like just the yes. npcs all the way to the gang to arthur himself and he is becoming such a great character so i i think it would not be in our benefit to mention the worst games because you I and don't I play bad games don't I'm not play say. bad games like right you know, I guess you could say something along the lines of like when Sea of Thieves came out. Sure, that was a game that was a big disappointment. Um, but it's you know, it's to say like we we're playing some of the worst games is a far stretch. We if if yeah, a we're not game forced is, to play. We're not professional reviewers. You know, if a game is just bad, we just don't play it. To me, the biggest actual game disappointment was Sea of Thieves. I did not buy it, but I did. Uh, get a three month Xbox uh, Games Pass, right? It was because you know Pass. you can pay, yeah, yeah. play exclusively. <sighs> Lame, and I think it just I j- it did not work for me. I did not like no. it, and I think secondary to that, some of the bigger disappointments are the games that got pushed back that I wanted to play this year, <laughs> like Crackdown Three sure. or uh, Metro Exodus. But yeah, something more to look forward to. I'm not complaining now because I'm knee deep in Red Dead Two. And Wasn't Bio Mutant pushed back too? Sounds I like thought it. That was supposed to come out in late 2018 but still gonna be a mystery that game i know we'll see i i got some hands-on with it a little bit i'm sure you did or not gamescon packs name dropper there you go name dropping again what do you want to go next television best tv show worst tv show i know which tv show you're gonna mention no you don't but you do yeah you daredevil do. of course right so can i give you some of the other things that really worked for me this yeah. season yeah yeah please uh Haunting on Hill House or of Hill right. House was so good. Yeah, it was so. I have not good. seen it, but I've heard you, you and another person have to just like talk scary to like it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I really did enjoy Daredevil. I thought it was a near perfect season, but I'm a little biased on a show called The Good Place. Oh, with Ted Danson. 
Yeah, because yeah. future fix. because it was in 2018 that I was first turned on to that show, and I was able to watch the first full two seasons, mm-hmm. and they're both amazing. And so, I I have a I was going back and forth between Daredevil and The Good Place, and I I have to go to The Good Place. It to me is just a fun show to watch whereas daredevil is a good quality show the other one is so lighthearted and fun that and i that have to give it more to a good place it does cool so yeah i've been intended to check that out it Probably really will. is worth it i guess for me i was just trying to stay stay here in this year 2018 mm-hmm. you know what i mean daredevil season three was exclusive to 2018 2018 hard for me to say um yeah everything else i'm kind of forgetting worst show there's a few to choose from uh, Iron Fist season two, I knew was going to be bad, so I didn't expect a whole lot more. And then the ensuing cancellation makes sense. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. I, as you can tell, I really only use Netflix for my viewing, uh, current viewing. So this is kind of a, a small sandbox, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a tie. It's like almost a 50-50 tie between Jessica Jones season two, which mm-hmm. was so disappointing. I couldn't finish it. And then I still managed, but... I wanted my time back at the end of it. And Disenchantment, I just I did not See, like it. I did like Disenchantment. It, it felt was not, so lazy. It was not a Simpsons level, which is, I think, what people expected. Mm-hmm. But it was still lighthearted and fun and easy to watch. So in that sense, I watched the whole thing, and I enjoyed it. Fair enough. So let's um, kick it off with some positives here. Yeah, please. What, uh, what are you most looking forward to in 2019? Wow, 2018 has tantalized us a lot here at the end, hasn't it? Uh, of course, safe to say, just like we we're saying, neither of us really should say Infinity War for favorite movie because duh. I know. But of course, yeah, then the obvious duh list. here is uh, Endgame. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, you know what Christmas brought us? Santa brought us on Christmas. That new trailer for us, the second movie from uh, Yeah, Jordan I Peele. did watch that. It, it looks It looks really interesting. Weird. But... Um, just like Get Out, you know that there's so much more to the story than is shown in the preview. So I have no idea what to think. I have even less of an idea as to what this is about than I did With two Get years Out, ago really? when the trailer for Get Out came. Um, I really like the music behind just the trailer. It's all the that uh, I got five on it broken down all slow mode. Yeah, and it's everything. weird. It sounds trippy. Like you're like just kind of like in this trance. I don't know. Is there are there parallel universes? Are those other people supposed to be them but like the worst part of them i i don't know we don't know i, I don't know I mean, we don't know it's like why even is there a haunting it, you can speculate all you want you just it's incentive to just go see the movie so right. awesome for that uh, another thing i'm looking forward to in 2019 two games i mentioned that have been pushed back uh, out of 2018 crackdown three mm-hmm. for sure and metro i i love metro Yeah, you're a metro guy those are awesome <laughs> games i didn't uh, even mean that when i said that no you're between the two of us i take no offense from that coming from you uh <laughs> also anthem yep anthem could be good and the hope the the really the the want for last of us two to come out which they've mm, made no I plans i don't know if it's it, gonna come out yeah i'm just hopeful that it was would it, that it would if it does then great sure so uh movie wise alita comes oh to battle mind. angel yeah like that's cool right from the get-go when i saw that trailer i was like what is this is it is it gonna be good is it gonna be really shitty but it has some good names behind it it does and so i 
I'm I'm having high hopes for it. I'll be very, which means that I'll be more disappointed if it's really not good. Yeah. Right. Um, so movie wise, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, I Avengers is my top though. That's just yeah. It goes um, almost and what without other Marvel saying. movie comes out? Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. I she am looking forward to Captain now. Marvel. It was February I, originally. Now it's March. Yeah, March. Yeah. yeah. I am. I am looking forward to that. Every Marvel movie. It's kind of a given, but I'm really looking forward to them. It's yeah, um, hard to deny that. Anthem. I am really looking forward to. I am looking forward to Resident Evil Two. Oh, of course. I I'm almost, surprised. Almost did, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't mention it. Yeah, that's right um, at the top of. Uh, yeah, January 25th, I believe. Oh, it looks so good. And then there's a couple of others that I'm just like, I I want to play like so. Uh, I'm curious about Rage Two. Yeah. Gears of War Five comes out. Oh, of course. Thank you. Yes. Um. So there's there's a handful of games that I'm really looking forward to in 2019. Agreed. Oh, cool. Man. What a year. Like, really. Yeah, I mean, we just covered it in like 15, 20 minutes. That obviously doesn't do it justice. We're just trying to keep this relatively short. But what a cool year this yeah. was. So now I think it's about time that we kick into our two full spoiler reviews of Bumblebee mm-hmm. and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's kick it off with Bumblebee. And if you haven't seen it, please feel free to skip forward about 15 or 20 minutes. And then we'll kick into Spider-Man. Technically, the sixth entry <laughs> of uh, Transformers movies, live action movies, anyways. And I don't know. I got I got a lot of mixed feelings about this. I gotta really get away from judging a movie based on others' judgments. You know. You mean like the reviews? I know it's so easy to just be like, well, Rotten Tomatoes this or this the user score. I just want to j- be my own judge. You know. Right. And, and I didn't really like this movie. The movie reviews for this movie are higher than they should be, especially the critics' reviews. So for those who haven't seen it, the critics' reviews are in the 90s for this movie, mm-hmm. which is... its I don't think it's a bad movie, but I think it's absurd to put it in the 90s. Yeah. Now, if you were judging this movie against all of the other Transformers movies, I'd be like, okay... That makes sense, but that's not really how you that's not critically how you watch judge a movie. Yeah. So so I'm surprised that I see the critic scores are in the nineties, but regular user scores are in the seventies. Even and that seems a little high for me personally. See, for me, I think the seventies fits really well. Yeah. So what did you like about the movie? I mean, obviously this was okay. we, I think we could both agree this was the best Transformers movie. Agreed. Okay. And it's kind of distancing itself from any sure. of the other things it's its own story kind of towards the end maybe you can see how it starts to bridge the gap if you go back to the uh, original 2007 uh shia labeouf michael bay film i guess other than that mm, um i do appreciate the fact that it was uh in the past yeah 80s late 80s uh that was cool the first five minutes are hot. That's that was that got me pumped up. Uh, it goes right to Cybertron out of the uh, opening, you know, mm-hmm. uh, little animation. And it was the best the version of Cybertron we've ever 100%. seen. Hundred percent. Made me just wish, five like, minutes. oh, just stay there, please. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, if the next movie was like War on Cybertron, I'd be like, yep. Yeah. I will definitely watch that. One thing that was very clear to me right off the bat, you could see the Transformers so much better. They were more well defined. Right. They looked better. The action was better. It was less, but better. Like, right. less is more. You could actually see who was fighting, who was doing what, instead of it just being a mishmash of, Which like, in the original, moving twisted steel. And so, the movies got better 
in the fighting scenes as they went from one to five, because in the first couple, whenever one transformer was fighting another, it was just, it looked like a mix of metal. Just you, you couldn't tell around. what was happening. You couldn't just, it was loud. It was dumb. It was just yeah. all brawn, no brain. And they got better. This one got, was really good. Yeah. Like you it, knew exactly what was happening. They knew what hadn't worked up to this point and they fixed it. Yeah. And mainly yeah. like I could see if you were colorblind how this might be kind of hard because a lot of the differentiation between the characters were color. Yeah, it was like did, red or yeah. blue or yellow. It was you know those were just like some obvious colors. An identifier. Yeah. yeah. And I appreciate that. Um it's smart. I like the the, the dynamic uh you know kind of like a boy and his dog kind of dynamic a girl between and her um, robot. between Charlie the main character and her robot. I almost thought it was a little much at times. It was and a bit And it almost forced. happened too fast. Like, oh, you're in my garage. You're, now you're my best friend, and I'm telling yeah. you about my dead dad, and I'm crying on your shoulder. Yeah. It was... Uh, the tropes were really cheesy. Um, like, everything was so 80s, like, to a point where, like, yes, okay, we get it. We're in the 80s. I was See, I was trying to get you to say what you'd like about it, and oh, then sorry, you're slipping into what you don't like. Okay, what do I like about it? Which, uh, I mean, the, is fine. We can do that. But no, 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 you're it, right. It does show that you had more issues than you liked about the movie. I like the fact that Bumblebee got to talk. I was so hopeful they would just let him talk throughout the whole movie. But He's it's more not tra- him. No, but what is that based on? He talked... No. That, did he talk in the cartoon? Yes. People, oh, he did? Like, people just think he's this... Oh man, I guess this I not talking that. bot. No, they started doing that, to my knowledge, in the Michael Bay film. You know, because hmm. they said in the the 2007 film he got his communicator or whatever right. got damaged on his way down to Earth. Here you see Starscream actually rip it out. Yeah, and that was yeah. actually pretty rad because he's like, "I'll never talk," or something like that. And he's like, "Let's make sure of that." And yeah. I th- I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was clever. I thought that was clever. Um, less is more in this one. They only showed a select handful of bots. I was able to identify all the bots right away. I saw, I saw Ratchet. I saw Ironhide. At least I thought I saw Ironhide. I saw Wheeljack. He's one of my favorites. Um, I saw Cliff Jumper. He ends up telling he, you. He kept on saying, oh, my name is Cliff Jumper. Yeah, he was just like <laughs> re- reciting his diplomacy. Well, and as somebody who doesn't know all the Transformers, I know some of the main ones. Did but- you see RC, the uh, female robot at the very beginning? When Cybertron's being attacked, oh, she's the female. Very, very, very for like a split second, yeah. blink and you miss it. Yeah, but they and they looked good. They looked like G one, you did. know, Transformers. Uh, man, they got to take advantage of Peter Cullen because that guy, the voice of Optimus, throughout like He's no one up ever there voice. Yeah, on he, age. yeah. You just look at a picture of him currently. I'm sure like, they'll be able to find somebody who's pretty close by but... now. But yeah, I really hope that they get as much out of him as they can. Um, but he, you know, I like the inclusion of Optimus, but he didn't overshadow because obviously he's the boss. Oh no, he was only in the beginning and only at the end. And yeah, you just see his hologram form a few times in between. Uh, the story was straightforward and pretty simple. I liked yeah. it. It wasn't some see, you know. Like, I think that's one of the things I, I enjoyed about it. I think I think that they did not go overboard on the things that the other movies went overboard on. Yeah, and I think that they focused more on a small contained story that focuses on that whole, that girl and her dog, right? That that relationship between Charlie and Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. I do think that at times it was a little weird. It was like, oh, you seem to warm up to a giant robot in your garage fairly quickly. Okay, that's fine. Well, like, they established that she was lonely and moody and brooding or yeah. sulking, so she was just looking for someone to get her, and that and, happened and to then, come in the perfect time and form right, of, of her. Of a robot that can't speak. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good listener you, you get me you listen yeah um so i i but i liked all of that i i i think that it was 
it could have been done a little bit better, but I, I liked it. And I think that's the driving force behind this movie was that relationship. And on top of that, when you sprinkle in a decent story and good action, like really good action in my oh, opinion. Oh, the action was great. Um, then I'm, I'm like, okay, this movie is up there. It would be like an mid eighties movie if there wasn't like disappointing tropes throughout and so, number one is John Cena, in my oh, opinion. Oh, so now we're going negative. Now we're going negative. Okay. Because you mentioned a lot of positives, which I agree with, and I'm just kind of sprinkle a little uh, bit more positives. Only because you asked me to. But let's go negatives. Um, John Cena and the entire inclusion the military of the military was so dumb. did not need to be there. Yeah, they served no purpose, really, other than just be total secondary chasers. They were just chasing the whole time. and Well, and they just are there to complicate things. There's and a I door standing that... between me and... Or what do you say about oh, the door? Oh, yeah. There's a door in my way, and then they just, it you shows just them open slapping it. a bunch C4. of C4 on it. When really... And yeah. it's like, f- what? Just yeah. tell somebody to go in and open it. Like, yeah. that doesn't make any Whether sense. Whether it's him, his character, or a semblance of both... The John Cena, what was his name? Burns or Strikers? They gave him some cheese. Yeah, he was just awful. It was very bad. So, and I even mentioned before the movie, I was like, I can't believe they got John Cena in here. And he's like pretty much the biggest name. And you were like, oh, but yeah, but he's doing pretty good now. And and I just kind of in my head, I thought, yeah, but he's too much of a fit for that part. Does that make sense? Yeah, just the badass military guy. Yeah, and and I just thought it was. And it did come out exactly the way I'd feared, which is it was so forced. He had no personality. None. He's an asshole antagonist the entire movie. And then at the end, he goes, uh, I just grew a heart of gold all of a sudden. Yeah, I had a change uh, of heart. And uh, Go no. on, little buddy. Yeah, and when he Thanks salutes him at the end. Thanks for saving the fucking world. Oh, yeah. And he's, Although it prompted the, the Bumblebee Jude. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. There was a perfect opportunity for that when he's driving away and going down the bridge. Oh yeah. To see the arm come up right. and do that. Like while that song is playing. Yeah. From the Breakfast Club. It just it surprised me that they didn't use it there and they used it in front of John Cena, which did not make any sense. I need to correct myself. I, I was about to say Jude Law, Judd Nelson. I'm sure he's friends with Jude Law, <laughs> but want to make sure I get my eighties icon Okay. His due deserve. I didn't even catch it. You said Jude Law. Yeah. Uh what else was shitty about this? It seemed to lose steam as it went on. It really did. It did not have a strong finale to me. Oh, I didn't mind the finale. I, I didn't like how as it started, you're like, oh, this movie's actually going to take itself seriously. And then it got progressively cheesier. And then like they still f- did a lot of the comedic gags that were just dumb from all the previous Michael Bay yeah, iterations. Yeah, but it is also a kid's movie. Yeah, it is. But and you have to allow like some of that. The brother who is running around like talking like a karate master. It's not funny. Um, the... The parents who are like, remember Sam Witwicky's parents? Yeah. They were oh, all yeah. like dumb and oblivious and just super corny. They I felt weren't like as bad in this. These weren't Not as bad, as but bad. they shaded that way. And they I was did. just like, ah, oh, just the same thing. But it, the useless military, you know, being just super cheesy. Um, you know who wasn't in this movie, even in mention or brief little cameo? Hmm. No Megatron. Yeah, that's interesting. I huh? noticed that. I think they're Sequels. still setting up a sequel. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one thing I will say that I didn't, I think is a positive uh, that I didn't mention before. Though it was a little forced, this movie did have heart and drama and emotion. Yeah. And it circles around this girl who is kind of troubled in her own way. 
She really misses her father. She's not a yeah, big fan of her new stepfather. Only have to show you the picture every five minutes. And so here's that's the thing. So what I liked was that they did a good job in some sometimes did a good job of really making you feel for that character. And honestly, as somebody who lost his dad to a heart attack, oh, when she right, started yeah. saying stuff like that, I was like, okay, I'm getting choked up. But it was so forced. Then. Over and over again, it just rubs it in your face. And you're kind of like, I don't need you to do that. Dude, that's weird that you say that. I don't want to go like too deep into like my personal life. But you talk about like feeling like a personal heartstring being tugged based on your own life events. I felt the same way when, you know, B is, uh, you know, out of commission. Oh, right. And she revives yeah. it. Like it, not to be weird, but it genuinely for a second reminded me of when I say goodbye to my dog. Right. You know, just like yep. being there with him and, you know, he's gone lifeless and it was just like it was horrible for a second and then i slowly got out fast quickly and then, and then they slapped c4 on the doors and you were like what the fuck yeah and then it quickly <laughs> went out of my mind when she just shocks him with shock guns i don't even know what those were you've never had a shotgun shock gun i said yeah so that's what i said shotgun i thought you said shotgun i did that on purpose. same thing hopefully uh but yeah and then he just magically revived and i was like oh that's a little cheesy i think they could have just done without him but once again it was to we knew it was going to happen, but it, of course, you know, 100%. played on the emotion. You get the the sad string music, and then it turns into happy music, and you're like, "Yay, Bumblebee's yeah. back!" Yeah, it was just there was more, not necessarily bad, but more just annoying or just like ah, you still haven't got out of the 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 cheese mode. Yeah, you know? and um, so I think, but the first few minutes really really worked for me. I'm gonna <laughs> take mean, first I'm gonna few ta- minutes. I'm gonna take that forward though, right? As like, there's hope. Yeah. And there's like a strong premise still in the in the mix for if they decide to do more. Although I don't know if they're going to decide to do more because pe- you can't expect people to care. Even though they're saying, hey, this is kind of a fresh start for us. It, the next movie would be the seventh time around. And it doesn't matter. Look and at this Spider-Man. Movie's not ma- this movie's not making money, though, dude. It It's not. Is it not? It's not. It may only made $21 million in its opening weekend. Even though the stupid last night or whatever, even though it was dying as a franchise by then when it came out you know it was horrible movie right. it's made, still made it more. still made like twice as much in its opening weekend yeah, granted this one had to go up against really, aquaman too that's actually really surprising to me yeah and, and, and spider-verse it's going up against spider-verse yeah. which so she the same Haley steinfeld steinfeld is in both so yeah. she's cannibalizing her we own movie. actually saw her movie debut can you recall no uh when they redid um true grit with uh, Jeff Bridges and oh. Matt Damon. Huh. Uh, we went and watched that movie, and she was just a little... She was good in that. She was really good. And you're like, oh, okay, this, this, this might girl's be a talent. Future, yeah. Yeah. And now she sings. Of course, they had to do the obligatory. Oh, when you have a singer slash actress uh, in your movie, you got to have them play. I know. She's going to come up and sing Wild Wild West or something like that. Okay, God damn it. That's so funny you mentioned that, because I was totally going to make Wild Wild West your shadow of the synopsis. Now I feel like you're already... Like, just the fact that you said it, I'm like, oh, shit. You dude. didn't... You could have not I, told me that. I feel like it compelled. So I'm going to have to call an audible. Don't worry, I always have two. But that's just so funny. I'm okay. I'm straight up serious. Like, Wow. I have that as this that's week's funny. shadow of the synopsis. Coming up next. I would have got it. You totally would have. Because if I can memorize all the lyrics to the song, then it means I know the story. Chances are. That's how <laughs> life works. Anyway. Yeah, it was just... So it, let's it was, wrap this one up. It was still the best Transformers movie, but it that's was. not a ringing endorsement by any means from me. So you're below the 70s, you're saying? I, I would just give it like a C-. minus. Like, it did enough to get by. Okay. Not really... Well, okay. Yeah, it was okay. That would be 70s. So C minus, whatever. Okay. I don't want to get all analytical. It's just 
right. Yeah, I would be I would be mid seventies myself. Seventy five. It was okay. Yeah. It was all right. I didn't I wasn't unhappy watching it. I was only unhappy when the family came in with the last twenty minutes of the movie left. They just snuck into the like they just theater hopped with their two young kids in real sorry, real life. And then the two young kids are out loud talking about where to sit. Dude, we need to (laughs) get some money and just make our own theater. Like we're never gonna be truly comfortable and happy. (laughs) I guess. Oh wait, two last things I want to say. People need to have some kindness in this world. That's a lot to ask. Two things that worked for me though, just little tiny things that like you would pick up on. Um, you know, if you're like really tuned into Transformers, like even back in the day. So two of the songs they or I'm sorry, one of the songs that they uh, that Bumblebee played on the radio when he was trying to communicate actually was the original like main song from the animated motion picture. You've got the touch, touch. You've got the power. It's like this super sentimental, super <clears throat> cheesy 80s song hmm. uh, that they played continuously through the animated movie. So I was like, oh, that's a cool little nod. You can tell it was made by fans of the movie. Yes. I feel like it anyways. Yes. And what's or funny... Fans of the the series of the the of the property uh, right. that made this movie. And what's interesting is if you look at the reviews for this movie, people are like, "Oh my god, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10." Every single one will mention, you know, take that Michael Bay or this is what it's like when you kick Michael Bay out or but anything that like that. doesn't inherently make it but, a good movie. But no, I have, here's I have the thing. an objection but to that. A lot of them, a lot of them mentioned they were like Michael Bay never understood this property these people clearly do. yeah these there, people there was do. A, there was a start so i appreciate that because that, that that's what lends itself to what you're saying there is that these people were fans they understood what they could do with these characters to make a good story and be respectful of the originals agreed and i think that they did it well i would say they were successful in those pursuits how does bumblebee if he's tuning in radio in real time and they did this back in the michael bay films how does he ha- just happen to come across a song at the right time to explicitly, explicitly state how he's feeling? I thought about that. Doesn't make sense. Here's here's I my, try to let it go, but my it answer. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but here's my answer. Because I thought about that a bunch while we were watching this. Maybe he has like a really super antenna and he's picking up signals from all over the United States, right? Like he's like picking up hundreds and hundreds, thousands of radio stations and he's a robot, so he can. But there's only scan. so many frequencies, so when there be interference. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> How deep do you want to go? Yeah, on you're, this? Right, you're right. AM, FM radio is pretty local. Okay, I uh, don't. You're right. Moving on to a Maybe movie. Maybe had satellite radio back there at the okay. late '80s. Yeah, yeah. It it was a. Yep. It was there. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Into the Spider Verse. Yes. So now we're kicking off. The next twenty minutes or so is going to be a spoiler full review of. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. If you have not seen it, please skip about 20 minutes ahead. But don't. Uh, you should have seen this by now if you're like-minded geeks like us, because what a freaking movie. Such a good movie. Wow. Uh, where to start? There's obviously a lot to get into. Can I start? Yeah, please. I had said this to you before, and then when I said it out loud, I was like, I really like that. Um, so I'm going to say it here. This movie made you feel like you were a kid with an active imagination reading a comic book. Yes. Because it made you feel the same thing that you get out of a comic book. And they did it through some amazing art decisions. Like being awake for a dream or something like that. Just seeing a dream projected yeah. on a screen. It, like the animation was you, just beautiful. I was just going to say it that was colorful. Style. 
they they even pulled bits of um bits that like remind you almost subliminally of comic books like oh is where colors where colors were uh dotted yeah not fully filled in sometimes mm-hmm. just like a comic book page you know yeah and it and, would change landscape all the time and yep. just like it was crazy animation. there was literal word bubbles coming and like if somebody punched something kind of like from the old batman movies it'll yeah. like say something like whack or whatever and so those things really are reminiscent to those who used to read comics or currently do this movie was just you know visually so alive and just like hyperactive yeah. um yeah so much good in this movie i'm just gonna say the one slightly negative thing and sure. then everything else from this point forward for me is as far as i know is gonna just be praise i could have done without uh penny parker the the diva basically oh i liked her uh, i i wish she was just excess to me you notice how she was an anime style you had the the peter porker yeah the spider. he's cartoon cartoony. He's, yeah he's cartoony and so there's just the way they did that the noir one was always black and white yeah everyone represented like a just a different region style time all of it it was it, it, and it made it feel like they were from different universes yeah they did and it. i really liked that and they worked so well on screen together and the movie was funny it made fun of some of the things, the poor Spider-Man treatments that we've seen Yep. and decisions. Like right within the first two minutes, it makes fun of the dancing emo yes, from that Spider-Man was so 3. Good. That was great. Uh, the Stanley cameo was awesome. And it's so fitting knowing that, you know, he's he's now gone. And I really appreciate... Is that going to be his last one or did they record a bunch? I think they did one more sure. for... One or two more for his future installments. But this one was very impactful because, you know, he's so tied at the hip to uh, Spider-Man. And I thought it was really awesome that they not only at the end said, you know, uh, thanks, Stan Lee. I'm now I'm forgetting the other guy's Steve name. Steve Ditko. Yeah, that co-created uh, Spider-Man. But yeah, because Stan Lee gets so much credit and he's like, you know, the face in this. But the other guy deserves credit, he too. He did a lot, yeah. And, uh, you know, I thought it was fitting to both of them saying, like, you made dreams a reality or whatever it was they said. It was like mm-hmm. a heartfelt message, not just some quote. Yeah. It was an actual thing. I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, I was crushed like when they 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 killed, you know, the current modern day uh, 26-year-old Peter Parker mm-hmm. and Kingpin, you know, crushed him with his bare fist. I was like, oh no, he'll come back, right? And he didn't. And I was okay yeah. with it because it made for a good story. Like, okay, now Miles, even though you just basically suffered the same He's fate the new in the Spider-Man same time, now. but yeah, like, you're it, up. It, it, and Miles Morales, what a what a cool character. Kids can be lame. This kid had depth. He was conflicted, um, and he was figuring it out. He was going through puberty. He and was like, becoming Spider-Man he, yeah. while growing. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact I I, I didn't see it till afterwards. Almost everybody loses an uncle, right? <laughs> like, oh, he did too. Yeah, but one guy said, "Oh, I lost my dad." But it made sense that his uncle, who was masquerading as a prowler, I this, loved that character. His 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 look. He's one of my favorite things. The, in st- the entire yeah, movie. the way he was stylized, his look, the sounds that his his tech made. The only thing I thought to him, I'm like, okay, you have all this cool stuff. Probably should have made your shit bulletproof. <laughs> you know, Kingpin just shoots him. It's like, ah, he dies. You know, so but it was really like emotional. It was surprisingly but I, emotional. I, I wish that it wasn't over so soon because that I wanted to keep that going. villain 
in my opinion, is one of the best Spider-Man villains I've he, ever he had seen. Like a phantom sense about yeah. him, yeah. Like he could just and he moved like the, the Grim Reaper in that one Michael J. Fox movie, uh, Frighteners. Fright. Yes, yeah. he was very. He moved like him, where he fluid just, and just scary, yeah. yeah, and had an ominous presence in the sound. Almost sounds. Black Panther-ish, yeah. Right, the way like he was terrifying. And 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 there's a certain song or a certain sound that came up. Yes, I whenever he was on. Yes screen and and it almost sounded lightsaber it was sort of like it was sort of like the like that we get all the time but it was different yeah it had like a very low rattle and hum to it and and you felt it as well as you heard it yeah it caused dread and it was a young kid who's fleeing him you know yeah you got like a 15 year old kid that's that's running away from him and it's scary because this kid does not have the skills to defend himself yet no and he's still figuring out his powers yeah and so i I think that he was one of the best things about the movie. Which 100%. The number one thing, number one complaint I have about this movie is that they killed off Prowler. Yeah. And I don't think they should have. I think that they should have had a reveal and almost made it like, not that he, because they kind of killed him off. And then it was like, oh, I lost my uncle. Poor me. It's like, wait, but he was the bad one. So, are we not going to focus on the fact that your uncle is actually a bad guy? Are you still going to mourn him? And I and I kind of felt like that was weird, and they overlooked it. And I think it would have been better if he didn't die, but it was almost like he was dead to them because mm-hmm. they were okay, yeah, they were that. like, "I can't believe you do this. You're not my uncle. You're you know, for lack of a better word or whatever, it's a trope. But you're dead to me." Mm-hmm. And so then it really makes them the. We used to be friends and family, and now we're enemies. Interesting. You know, like the, I can see that, like the Xavier Magneto thing, right? right? Yeah, like but a he mutual had to respect be, and love, but also, I think in a way, yeah, and I see what you're saying, but I think for for him to fully realize his his spiderhood, if you will, his fully becoming Spider Man. You know, he had to lose a loved one. Uh, it was basically Miles's yeah, no, uncle. I mean, ben. that's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Because every single, because even though they he, even made that, sorry, they they even uh, made reference to that that every single Spider-Man from all the different universes had lost somebody that really. You know, I had mentioned that earlier. Like one person them, said, "Oh, my father right. died," and then you know, for a couple people, there it was their this or that. Well, it was it was two Uncle Bens, right? And it was like one father and then one friend, which was the spider-man of her universe exactly or no the peter parker of her universe not right. the spider-man i thought it was it was cool though but see you mentioned oh you're bad but miles didn't know he was bad until after the fact because then or what do you right mean before. no he no he he, he, he knew didn't he, know his uncle was probably right from the offset no he but, only finds out like after encountering him for like the second or third time right i know and then as he's trying to talk to him you know then he gets he gets blasted yeah i know and and so he didn't he, i don't know I see what you're saying, but they, I just feel like he still mourned over his body and they were very sad about it. And so was his dad. His dad never found out. His dad never found out who he really was. And it was just, it just felt like he wasn't, Miles Morales wasn't disappointed in his uncle at all for what he'd become. He was just sad he died. He wants to see the good in people, I suppose. I guess. Okay. Anyway, we can move on from that piece. Kingpin of it. was great. Uh, the, Kingpin was pretty the, good. The new look, Doc Ock, was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I see. What I like about this is that they're not afraid to change it up. No, they completely. They had. Took they had a lot of standard villains that they just made kind of 
mini fight cameos. Yeah. And they were all pretty good, but I think the surprise was Doc Ock was a woman. Yeah, great. And her tentacles were these green jelly-like tentacles. I liked it. He was totally okay with me, which is weird for me to say when I like somebody like Doc Doc Ock so much that I'm willing to say that. But this one, they kind of like didn't need it to be his mentor, you know, like it is in some of the comics and the TV show and the video game. Yeah. Like they didn't need that. Uh, All the different Spider-Men, Spider-Women were great. Uh, uh, Spider-Gwen. Yeah. It was so good. She was cool. Voiced by the aforementioned Haley Steinfeld. Yep. Just what a feel-good movie. And, you know, you mentioned Top Movies of the Year. That one is, of course, I'm not going to keep repeating myself, Avengers Infinity War being what it is. Um, I did say A Quiet Place was probably my next favorite movie after this, but just like a a nick behind is Into the Spider-Verse. See, one thing I'll say about this. I didn't expect it to like as much as I did. Yeah. and Just based off of the commercial, I was like, what is this, you know? Right. And it's a total standalone. I don't see a need for a sequel. It can just be like, boom. Oh, I hope awesome. it gets a sequel. It might. I'm but sh- I'm, I'm okay I'm sure if it, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Totally. I, I'm okay if it doesn't, but the f- fact that they did this completely new style to Spider-Man and it worked so well. It was out of the blue. I'm like, and I thought it was going to be um, straight to video when I saw it oh, was yeah, just a cartoon sure. like that. For sure. I w- so I am very happy to see this movie, yeah. the way it's become, the story that they've done, the animation that they've put in there, which is all new, which I didn't know you can do a new type of animation. Dude, the animation that was almost sense. seizure-inducing. Like It was a little, it was a little, much. A little jumpy. I, I know some people, and I've read online, I, I think I talked to uh, a friend who saw it, said it was a little much for them, and I can see that, so understandable but it was so fresh it was just like alive is like just watching living art you know and i did almost get distracted by so much flashiness yeah to the point where i i mean i want to see it again right away i want to see this movie again like after i saw it i was like i'd be willing to buy it it right now i will buy a digital Um, copy of it and you and me talked about even going and seeing it a second time but i almost want to see it again and and focus more on certain things and not let the animation distract me because I really felt like at times it was. Understandable. Um, I think that the end fight scene where they were in whatever giant room reactor that was. Yeah. I feel like that was a bit much. It was like one of those weird trippy dream sequences. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. When they're buildings and trains and buses was, and cars and lot. everything was just floating around that it was hard to ground yourself in something. You didn't know what was up like, or down or left or right. Yeah. I also, another thing that sticks out to me in this that I didn't think of at the time, but after I saw the movie and was talking to some people, I was like, wait, the USB slot. Oh, yeah. Was at the very top of that gigantic, like, 30 story room that they had. And that's the one place to plug it in. First of all, why would you put something that can kill your entire thing way up there? Second of all, why would you put a flash drive up there? Who else can get up there besides Spider-Man? Like, it's kind of it the doesn't make any sense. Same person who designed the Death Star. Like, we have this huge, awesome thing. <laughs> yes. and this is tiny little defect that could basically it, negate the whole thing. That was like, and I didn't even think about it when I saw the movie until after I'm talking about it. I'm like, I see, well, I that, see that doesn't point. make any sense. Why would that be there? And it worked for the fun of it. It did not work for like for the logic of it. I agree. Other so. than that. Other than that, it was a great fucking movie. It really was. What a cool movie. What what a perfect way to end the year cinematically. 
you know. I agree. I think the only big, you know, fandom-based movie that we've yet to see, which I know we will soon, is Aquaman. Aquaman. But yeah. I can't imagine it being better than this. Not that they're trying to be, and it's two separate things. But this was such an enjoyable film. Uh, yeah, just awesome yeah. movie. I, I can't I, say enough good stuff about it. I've I guarantee te- I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, and I that, know I'm going to watch it again. The mark of a good movie to me, amongst many other things that signify it's awesome, I've been telling people about it. I've been like, literally when I was playing online the other day, just with a bunch of random people, I'm just like, hey, has anyone seen Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. You should. Yep. Cool. So we talked about 2018, a little bit of what's excited, what's exciting us in the year 2019. Bumblebee, Into the Spider-Verse. This is, this is what we're about. You know, not always good, these things. Good every job, episode. Yeah. Brandon. Well done, Brandon. I think you're really following my example. I think you're we growing well. as a co-podcaster, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Now we're going to get into the two things we do at the end of every recording because it's about that time. Shout out the synopsis. Also, after that, <laughs> uh, our awesome quote in geek history. So I've got Brandon this week. If you're playing along at home, you know how this goes. I've got a synopsis for you, Brandon, and yep. it's coming right now. After finally achieving the high score on his favorite arcade game. Everyday teenager Alex Rogan meets the game's designer, who reveals that he created that arcade game as a training ground for developing and recruiting actual pilots to help fight a war in space. Alex is suddenly whisked away from the banality of his trailer park life to a distant alien planet, where he struggles to use his video game playing skills to pilot a real ship with real lives at stake. Ender's Game. Nope. Suck a dick. You are wrong. It's not far off. It's The Last Starfighter. You ever see that? Early 80s movie? No. Okay. So here's the thing. I was like, this is obviously Ender's Game. And I was like, ah, but the fact that you're a child. Yeah. And recruiting children. This is a teenager who lives in a trailer park. Okay. I just didn't pay attention to the word teenager. Or trailer park. Well, good job for stealing that book script what do you mean i mean they they made a script this movie came out in 1984 when did ender's game came out came out earlier than that i don't know i should now you did it when did ender's game come out the book ender's game was published in 1985 1985 you're double wrong fine double down on it quadruple down i hate you all right well you know what you can redeem yourself a little bit by giving me and everyone else this week's, I say week, really it's this month because we only record every month now. Anyway, so my awesome quote yeah, that's history the one. comes from the movie The Warriors, which is a great movie. It's a great movie. It's one of those movies that if you haven't seen, and I'm sure you've heard of it, it's like, dude, just go watch it. You'll kind of understand why it's got this weird cult following to it. Yeah, but it actually deserves it. Unlike some yeah. movies I've seen, I'm like, why is this so popular? But there's a certain scene in there that... Um, Oh, it's the most the popular basketball, quote from some the basketball movie, fans have picked up. But would you say of the Golden State Warriors? Maybe. Yeah. Um Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> where like where like the antagonist of the movie is uh, calling out and antagonizing. <laughs> Good. Yeah. The Warriors That's what gang. antagonists do. Here it is. Warriors come out to play. That is a great movie. You know what I love about it? Just the long pockets of silence. The movie doesn't have a lot of talking. No. And it kind of rules for that. It's just a lot of them walking. 
Yeah, yeah. Really, if you think walks. about it, it's a lot of walking and a lot of running and, and swinging baseball bats. Yeah, and it still rules. It's it's a fun movie, man. And then there was a game that Rock Rockstar made. Yeah, yeah. a Warriors game that it wasn't came bad. out of nowhere. I it was think, just like a bash and beat him up brawl game. If I recall, actually, that's why I watched the movie is because I was like, "What is this?" I'm sure a lot about? of people. Whatever leads you to the path of salvation. Interesting. Yay. All right, we're done. We are wrapping up. Thank you so much. Once again, if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us at randomfandomwbb on Twitter. On the Twitter. And email us, gmail.com is our email. No, uh, <laughs> Just random type in fa- gmail.com. You'll get us. I'm saying that's our email domain. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com. One more time. Randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Just shoot us an email. Let us know if there's some sort of topic you want us to talk about. uh, Or if you think you agree with us, disagree, let us know. Most of all, though, we would love it if you could give us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. All we're asking for is a minute of your time to just uh, tell what you think of us. Tell the world that we're three and a half stars. Yes. Spread us and share us, please. All right, guys. We're out of here. Thank you. Have a great 2019. Hope it's off to a good start for you. And thank you for being a fan of our fandom. We look forward to seeing you in 2019. Stay geeky.